Welcome back to another Keenan Sports Podcast. It's been a while, but the OG duo is back. McLean is working like a man that he should be. As tax. As a tax. Creditor. Creditor. All right, we've got uh, playoffs. Lots of playoffs for you. See you on the other side of the song. So you said you had a couple things you wanted to talk about before we got into the actual finals matchup. You had some things that you wanted to discuss about some certain teams since we haven't really talked about playoffs since the first round. <coughs> so, yeah, I mean, obviously I've got just some season takeaways, and then I want to talk about the 3-0 comeback and kind of the psychologics behind that and how it was a very special situation, and it probably won't happen again. <laughs> Yeah. Um, specifically with the, I guess, where do you want to start with that? Do you want to talk about oh. some other teams besides the Celtics yeah. in terms of season? Um, <clears throat> I'll start with, so I guess, I mean, when was the last time we actually, I mean, it was first round. Yeah, no, we, I mean, it was like playing, like we were just giving our takes on the first round. Uh, no, because we talked about the Bucks losing, right? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay, so we're a second round then, basically. So the Lakers made the Western round. Conference Finals. To to all of you that that are our listeners who know that I was saying that this was going to happen, and, and, you know, Robert and McLean are consistently shitting on LeBron. He isn't going to do this. He isn't going to do that. Eventually, technically, they were were right as he got swept. I've got some some great thoughts on that. Yeah, shout out. Shout out the Lakers. Shout out to the Lakers, not LeBron, because he played like shit. Anyways, um, I want to start with the Knicks. I think it's very evident that it's Brunson's team, first of all. Bella. Second, secondly, Randall's okay. He's not great. I mean, he's, he's okay. He's going to finish with an all-pro, like probably all-pro, all-NBA third team. Well, he Just because of how already out. Yeah, isn't he third team? I think so. May, eh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it is evident, particularly in the playoffs, that it's, it was quickly – but here's the thing. They're one star away from being serious contenders. Yes, but who's the one star? Because I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, it happens every year. One. He was all, all NBA 13. Yeah. One star is just like, okay, I don't want to be here anymore. Please get me. Like, it'll, it, this season it's going to be Dame, and it's going to be probably Brown. And a couple of other guys, maybe. Um, next season, who knows? Like, they're either a the star mo- away or they're a development piece away. Mitchell Robinson turns into a really good player no. as a quick. None of those quickly. are. They, they, when I mean star, I mean like star, like an actual star. I think they could make the finals if they get one more really good piece. I'm talking about even winning the star. finals, like <clears throat> being a for real, like somebody you actually take seriously. Like, they're going to need. I mean, this is like kind of crazy but like well you need a top 10 player in the league to win the championship yeah joel i think will possibly eventually want to leave i've heard that he 
has a good relationship with those front office guys. And I think the days of the old Knicks are over. I think that well, obviously the owner still is a is a is a piece a piece of shit. And but I think he's filled that front office with a lot of player friendly guys, you if you know what I mean? Like Yeah. He's got a lot of guys that are loved, beloved by the players and have history that whether that's like all those Kentucky guys or you've got just guys that are player friendly and they've got some kind of connection, whether it's through high school AU or whether it's your dad, like yeah, Jalen Brunson, obviously. So I think the days of people not wanting to sign with the Knicks just because they're dysfunctional, they might be on the way out. I also think it's very clear that there's way more dysfunctional teams. Like the reason that Kevin Durant isn't a Nick is because of the narrative around the Knicks. Like he thought that the Nets were a better option. Obviously the Nets ended up being like one of the worst failures in NBA history. Mm-hmm. He'd have been way better off signing with the Knicks. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, obviously hindsight, but like, I think the narrative sh- really shifted. Like it helped when the when the Nets fell apart for the Knicks. I think, especially like just people in and around the culture of New York. Like mm-hmm. it's it, like people thought that it was like, oh, Brooklyn might be New York's team when they win these rings. They never ended up doing that, and it was really clear that no matter what happens, it's still the Knicks. Like it's the same thing with it's an iconic organization there, and especially when you're winning, like the culture and the hype around New York basketball. They never had a shot this year, in my opinion. I don't, but I, they were yeah, still super excited. Like, yeah, I, I just that was Michael Jordan's face, favorite place to play. It was everyone's. It's everyone's favorite place to play. Why would you not want to play half your games there? I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, as a star, obviously. And I, I think like the money that comes along with that place is yeah. Just, whether it be contract or be. through endorsements, you're in the mecca. It'll, of yeah. I mean, the contracts you can really get anywhere, but like endorsement deals and. Living in New York, I mean, you put a star in there. Say, like, hypothetically, I'm just trying to think of, like, a huge star that could. I mean, Damian Lillard, but he's just not that kind of guy to where he would be, like, Giannis. Giannis still, I don't know. Like, he's kind of quiet. Like, someone who, who, like, is in the. Oh, you, I mean, eventually he's going to leave the Timberwolves. But you put Anthony Edwards on that Knicks team, and oh, my God. Yeah. I definitely agree. Anyways, next team, the Knicks, we gave them enough. Yeah, um, I would say Philly, <coughs> dangerous situation. I think that Nick Nurse is a great hire, but I just don't really see them going anywhere. They don't really have that many options. Harden, is, I think, is going to leave. I think that he'll probably go back to Houston. Um, it makes a lot of sense. He just wants – he. Pe- what people are saying, that his the narrative that he's going back to Houston and he's using this as a leverage piece with Maury – that he's going to try to get the most money out of him. He just wants a four or five year deal, which is like kind of risky. Like he's terrible. Not that would be terrible. I, w- for the I wouldn't. I wouldn't and do it, that. It would be even worse for the Rockets if they signed him. But that's another dysfunctional the thing franchise. with the Rockets. Like, why would you want to bring in someone who's going to really hinder your young guys? Like Jabari and and Jalen will learn a lot from Harden, sure, but they won't be able to develop as quickly. I mean, Harden's such a ball stopper in terms of halting those guys' developments. And God knows, I mean, we watched them this year. They already have about eight ball stoppers. At, like, KPJ is absolutely a terrible basketball player. He's fine. but the, what, No, the dude. Point, my I point would, is. I would never want him on my team. He he think, He's one of those irrational confidence guys that thinks he's way better than he actually is. He's very skilled, but makes stupid turnovers, is a major, major ball magnet ball stopper. Like, 
Yeah. Your possession's I, over. I, my, my point is with saying that was like Jalen Green had already went on a podcast and was like, you know, he hasn't spoken to James about the situation, but like there's good and bad that comes with James coming. Like he had said that himself. Like that's how you know you should probably not bring someone in and someone's willingly say this to the public. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I could definitely see it end up hindering my development. It's like that's that's enough for me to be like, all right, I don't need him. Especially for a four or five year deal, and it's going to be upwards of like ninety to a hundred million. Yeah, no, it, it just would, it would just not be good. Yeah. And like, I just feel bad for the one guy that plays right on that Rockets team is Jabari Smith, and I just feel so bad for him because he plays the game the right way and really, really actually seems to care a lot. Like he's, I remember was watching him at Auburn and. Like, his draft, just, you know, like, the draft interviews, like, he said all the right stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and whereas Jalen Green, like, I love him, and I th- I really hope he's going to be good, because, like, I like that kind, like, I love a two-guard. Like, that's my favorite kind of player. Like, he's a little bit smaller for my, like, taste. Like, I'm more of, like, an Ant or Kobe kind of height guy. But I hope Jalen Green can figure it out. Um, maybe he should stop painting his nails, and he might be better. Um, but back to the Sixers, because that's kind of the more pressing issue. Obviously, the Rockets are a few years away. Um, Joel has, has been very patient, I think, with the Sixers, and I think the patience is starting to run out. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously have a, a pretty good core. You were very close to making <coughs> it to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, you have an MVP, and James Harden played well this postseason. Tyrese Maxey it was supposed to develop. He's still pretty good. But I, if if I was a Sixers fan, I would have hoped he took a little bit bigger of a, a leap this year. Um, maybe it's next year. Yeah. Tobias Harris is only getting older. You know, Doc Rivers was a shitty coach, so I don't blame you on getting him out. Um, I just don't know what how much how much wiggle room do you really have? Like, you don't re-sign Harden, I don't think. But what are your options for the point guard for for that role? How are you going to fill that this off season? Yeah. I- I mean, you, you hypothetically put Maxi into that role and let him see where that goes. He 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 functioned this whole year as a two guard, though. I know. So it's like it doesn't. If I was a Sixers fan, I'd be a little worried. I might I'm trade away. Worried. I might trade away Joel, and I might start the process back over. I think it's great for the league that they haven't won. In terms of like saying "fuck you" to the process. Loot, no, like. but I think it's I think it's not cool because the process, the way they went <clears> about <throat> this th- through the draft, through picks, is like the organic brand of what I think you should do. The Thunders are doing a, a better job of this. Obviously, they just have way more draft picks, and the Sixers were pretty shit but at drafting. But the way that they went about the process was the right way to do it. I wish it ended up in more success. They never made it out of the fucking second round. Or I guess they made it to the Eastern Conference Who? Finals. The Sixers. Oh, yeah. Mm, they never made it. To yeah, they made it. Yeah, they, they lost to the to the Raptors the, that year. The so. thing that bothers me that I feel like the Thunder, two teams like the Thunder and the Spurs. I'll compare the Thunder and the Spurs to the Rockets and the Sixers. I think the Rockets and the Sixers had multiple, multiple, multiple years of tanking, and that really impacts your winning culture as you're telling guys. Don't go out there and don't try and win. Like, we want you to not win. And you've got that you're telling the coach to pull your starters in the fourth quarter when it's a close game just so the other team can run away with it. And then you act like you put them in and with four minutes left when you're already down 11. Whereas the Spurs and the Thunder, 
I feel like their organizational organizational cultures are a little bit better, a lot bit better actually, and they tanked for less time. I don't even think that the th- I, like the narrative around the Spurs wasn't tank this year. Like they, no, they were tanked just, like a motherfucker. But like that wasn't the narrative around the Spurs. Like they definitely tank. Like you have to tank if you want to get victory, and they and it succeeded. But they've been bad for three years, like really bad for three years. Well, they were tensy. They made the play in every year. That's what I'm saying. So it wasn't really like but they were culture. trying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were trying to win still, and yeah. then all of a sudden, <coughs> they were like, "Okay, De- DeRozan, you know, we developed you, and now you have all these amazing playmaking skills thanks to the Spurs organization." See, ya. Jamal Murray, same thing, and that's when they mean Dejounte. Yeah, Dejounte started. I mean, that's kind of the start of the. That tank. was the start, and, of but the it tank. was a great trade. That's the thing. Like you can't look at it and be like, "Oh, they traded him away for nothing just so they can be bad." They fleeced the Hawks. Well, and DeJounte wasn't even that good this year. So, like, yeah, like he was okay, but it wasn't like he was like, I mean, obviously it wasn't enough for the Hawks to do anything. So people thought that that was like an Eastern Conference final making trade for the Hawks. Like, Trey Young obviously is a stud, but it wasn't enough this year. Speaking of the Hawks, do you, is this the, the, is this the year that John Collins is no longer a Hawk? <laughs> because it happens how every much, year. How much is on his contract left? Ye- I'm s- like year wise. Mm, let me check. I think that this is the year that it happens. It's it's happened the last three years. Should um, have happened the last three years. See, he the <coughs> issue is his contract is absolutely gigunda, and he signed. He, he still has. So it'll it ends in 2026, and he's making oh 25 geez. million a year. So maybe it doesn't happen because he signed a five year 125 million dollar contract for a player who's. You know, not even that good. Yeah. So I don't know. 125 million for five years for someone who averages 13 and six is not I ideal. Think, I think he's kind of in a in a place now where it's change of scenery. Like he's very talented and has great gifts and attributes as a stretch four. But he, I mean, his confidence is shot from being on this team. Well, if you're involved in trade rumors your whole career, it's tough. Like, it definitely <laughs> gets in your head. Like, does this team even really want me to be here? I don't even have that big of a role in the offense. Clint Capella outplays me every night, and I'm mm-hmm. a stud. I'm a freak athlete. I'm a stretch four. I'm what a lot of teams need. Get me the fuck out of here is what I would say. Yeah. But I, you, I you fucked yourself. You shot yourself in the foot. You got your bag. I, hey, get your bag. But get your bag somewhere else. Five years, $125 million to stay in Atlanta. Yeah, he shouldn't have taken that. I think – a teams to watch out for for the for for somebody like John Collins would probably be Warriors, Mavs, um, maybe Suns, like they trade Aiton, something like that. Yeah, a team that's like a stretch four or a semi star piece <coughs> away, because yeah. ob- it was clear to me this year that the Warriors obviously are not good enough to win a championship. They they're just getting older. They needs they need a little bit more push, especially with. Jordan Poole not panning so out to be the guy. theory about the Warriors. The Mavs obviously are short of it. The Suns were clearly short, and that's maybe because they didn't get enough time with the squadron. Um, like, it, yeah, it doesn't happen the first year in midseason trades. We Bill talked about that earlier the year. It's never happened. It probably won't. You just don't have enough time to mesh and gel. Um, so there's a lot of teams that could use them, but will they be willing to give up twenty five million dollars a year for them? Somebody probably will. So I do think it happens this summer. For John? Okay. Um, All right, well, so we should probably move on to the Suns. I think I'm just going to piggyback on exactly what you just said. I think that (coughs) they – it was evident in how the series went 
how they're role players. About all three of them that they have that are applicable. Play great at home. They don't play good away. That's how role players go in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they really lack de- depth. Um, but I think Booker is about to take a massive leap. Yeah, he's about to be top three next season. Wow, that's a big statement, assuming that it's because we have Jokic, Luka, Booker. Those are going to be there. And Giannis. So <laughs> he's going to be top five next year, which is still an incredible Steph. feat. Yeah. Steph isn't top five next year. He's he, This th- next year will be his first no, slight dude. step back. 28 mm-hmm. points a game still. Don't no. get me twisted. He's going to be – dude, he's slight, – Slight step back. Bob Myers, the savior, is losing. You're confusing – the team with him, like he he was playing his best basketball. No, I know, but it's it's. I mean, he's gonna be thirty four. It doesn't matter. He doesn't. He doesn't really play like that though. He, and he's the best happening. conditioned player in the league. Mm. I mean, he's definitely the most in shape. But like early career injuries will eventually catch up catch up with those ankles. I mean, I don't know. I dude. can promise you that. But it might not be next year. I'm just saying. I think that Booker will definitely take a step above Curry. I that would be cool to see. Okay, but also speaking on the the Nuggets series with the Suns, in hindsight, that was a not a bad series for the Suns with how crazy good the the Nuggets clearly are. Mm-hmm. I think like <clears throat> a lot of people just kind of were like, okay, well the Suns team's really new; it's not that big of a they deal. Were, they were fine, but they were, they were. I mean, what was it? Game six? Yeah, it was game six. So it's like you did better than a lot of <clears throat> most people did. So shout better out to them; they're did. clearly very close because the Nuggets are gonna win. In my opinion, we'll get on I mean, yeah, that, y- you make minor adjustments of getting Aiden out for somebody, Chris out for somebody, um, younger guys, maybe more depth because I clearly they need some more depth because they gave up. They had the best, one of the better. They had the best duo in the league, I would say. Um, yeah. <clears throat> if KD can stay healthy, that would be much appreciated. Um, the Warriors. I think that <clears throat> Steph is going to. Still be the same that he is. Obviously, see the the narrative around Clay is something that's weird because during the season and that Sacramento series, he was playing amazing. Yeah, he was really good. And then against the Lakers, he was fucking horrendous. And so everyone's like, "Oh, he's washed now." But no, 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 he is far from away, washed. No. Like all of that. No, I was wrong season. about Clay earlier this season and I'll admit that like I thought that this was the year that he was going to be washed but this he was far from washed he's still top five shooter in the league top five system player in the league he's top two shooter in the league bro he's yeah top, like he's, he's my he's, second he's still incredible he's my second best shooter of all time yes but that's because all time like if you take his career as a whole sure that's I totally agree but he has too many nights where he is Three for fifteen, and well, because he's I the second best shooter of all time, he's given the the you know the slack and the rope where he can just forever have the green light. He's gonna shoot until he yeah. makes one. So analytically, uh, it looks way worse than it is because he'll just shoot. I don't think he, he deserves the max whatsoever. Like, and I th- I hope that <clears throat> whoever comes in to the Warriors open GM spot understands that. I think that that is that's my conspiracy theory. I think Bob didn't want to look. Clay and Draymond in the face, maybe Draymond even being traded and just be like, we can't give you the money that you want. You're not good enough, like, for the good of the team. Uh, Same goes for Kaminga, just not really getting minutes. Um, There's a lot to do. with. The good thing is they have pieces. They have pieces. They have picks. They've got young pieces. They've got 
older pieces to build around Steph Curry, and you I, you have to do that. It's just very, very, very concerning if I was a Warriors fan <coughs> because there is a lot to do this summer. Obviously, Bob Myers is going to be around for the draft, um, but he said it was going to be a support role in that. So it's like, who really knows how involved he is going to be for the rest of this? I think Draymond's probably not a Warrior. I think that he should be. If he, that that's priority number one is keeping Draymond because he is the core of this Warriors team, regardless of what you think about Steph Curry. He is the morale guy, and this season was fucked up. He's not the core, but I would say he's the he's leader. one of the most important. He's the, he's he's the, the leader, leader of this team. Yes. If you don't punch Jordan Poole in the face at the beginning of the season, they're probably in the finals right now. That's my opinion. I agree. It, <laughs> I it fucked up that. everything, and Draymond admitted that. Um, and it's something that you're gonna have to get mm-hmm. over, but. The chemistry was just weird all season long. Poole won't be there and either. He'll be gone. How are you going to get rid of him? Who's going to take that contract? I mean, you, you show, you you pull the, the good games and you say, look, our the, the leader of our team absolutely embarrassed him on A one of the most embarrassing, yeah. demasculinizing ways you can be, be by being beat up. Knock the fight an out old man in your in your in your organization's court. Like yeah. it was a practice session. It wasn't like, like you know, you got beat up by a six five thirty eight year you, old. You show that, you show that clip to the Pacers, the Magic. I don't know. Somebody thinks they're gonna get a steal <clears throat> because of the potential that Jordan Poole has. I would be super super cautious if I was an organization because I don't want to. I don't want to hedge my future with you someone know, who's incredibly inefficient, someone who doesn't play good basketball defensively. All you need is and a streaky shooter is good guards. So a good defensive guard. So like a team like the the Kings would be a great fit for him. Yeah, because you've got Monk, you've got um, Fox. Herder, and you've got Fox, who all are great defensively. Mitchell as well. Um, or you package him with someone like Dante Divincenzo and you send him off because Divincenzo's obviously great defensively. He did a really good job against the Lakers. Why, yeah, why don't you do that and then like a fucking Top three protected first rounder and get like, I don't even know somebody that's something to get rid of. Them. So they just need to they they need to be in win now mode. Okay, <clears throat> on to the conference finals. What I want to say about the Lakers is not shout out LeBron, but shout out every single random person. I mean, dude, if Lonnie Walker doesn't randomly and he never played like that again. Because he's not good. If he doesn't randomly have that fourth quarter in game six, it goes to seven. And the Warriors probably win in seven at home. I don't, I don't, I think that like it was just. Because nobody was playing worth a damn. He he literally won them that game. It was very clear that the Warriors were never going to beat the Lakers. It was not as close as the six game series makes it seem. They could not rebound. No, no one could stop Anthony Davis. It was all game to game by how the refs would call it. Like a, a couple of those games were kind of egregious of how it's just the way the Warriors played. Like it was, it, it, if that was the case, the conference finals would have been different in terms of free throw differential. Like it was close. Like the refs aren't weren't with the Lakers in the conference finals, and it would have been smart for them to be if the narrative that everyone was pushing was true. But it simply I isn't. The Warriors just play around the three a point line. And they don't drive, and they're very fucking small. Their biggest person's Kevon Looney. He's not very big. A couple of those games were crazy though. Like. You can't have zero. It's just not statistically possible to have zero free throws in a single half. That should never happen in a basketball game. Then you're not playing the correct way. No, of basketball. that's not. You can't be blaming it on them. Like they go, every team goes to the rack. Period. Though, like, but they had the worst free throw differential the whole entire season. I don't know why it's a shock. It was number one and number thirty. Like, 
It, it's not surprising. This was not just this series. The, that had been the way it would have been the whole the, regular still, season. The, the Lakers' free throw differential was historically great, and that should never happen either. For a seven seed, especially. I mean, there's no reason the hypothetical. And like, it's very. It was. It's, it was not a very. It's close very series. great. Like it's very easy for a conspiracy theorist like me to jump on it because one, it's the Lakers, the league's biggest baby, star baby, whatever, and LeBron, the league's biggest baby slash crybaby slash they love LeBron. So, anyways, I think that LeBron didn't win them that series. I thought that. I think it's very, very. This is. I'm. <clears> I'm gonna have to cut you off here because it's not fair to the Lakers, to LeBron, to Anthony Davis, for you to just give this incredible run off to the free throws, off to the refs, off to a, a, a simple fourth quarter from Lonnie Walker, as if that's what got them to the conference finals. That's not the case. They dominate I mean, every series except for the Nuggets. They play great basketball. They willed themselves from a 13 seed at, at the trade deadline all the way to the conference finals. Let's just say what it is. It was an incredible second half of the season for the Lakers, and it wouldn't be done without LeBron and Anthony Davis. That Those it are the only the two depth. names That you was need. the depth. They, the, Anthony Davis would play great one day and have four points the next day. It's not him. LeBron, LeBron averaged, after, LeBron after averaged his, 27 in the playoffs. After his, after his foot. I mean, you're gonna watch. You're you're gonna your eyes are gonna tell you he was clearly hurt. He has a torn ligament. That's in what his I'm telling foot. you. I'm not saying I, that. That's it, what I'm he, saying. He was the only. He, it was. It's not the typical it LeBron's him. carrying. But it, it was. It was without LeBron, they get swept by the Grizzlies. Uh, I mean, without Rui, they probably get swept by the Grizzlies. Maybe not LeBron. But as we stated, you, I mean, you know, Anthony Davis was the key to that to their run because well because he's but, huge. Yeah, and, and they young. they happen to play two teams that have, well. Adams would have was hurt, but they had two teams where those those matchups were so favorable for Anthony Davis, and yet y'all still picked the other team. So it's like, it is what it is. I mean, why wouldn't I though? Like, by my eye test, going into the Memphis Grizzlies series, it's a two versus seven seed, and I f- I figured that Jaw wouldn't get hurt, and I figured that. And that Anthony Davis would, but Jay, that, no, yeah, of course, but, because but he that didn't. is he stayed that is, the entire series. I understand that, but logically, going into the series, you can't just look at McLean and I and say, like, "Oh, why did you do this?" Like, I'm just saying, log- I'm logically, just saying, why would you logically count on someone staying healthy or not healthy? Like, because just he's never stayed predict, healthy. Predict your series as if everyone stays healthy. That's, There's but no that's reason not to realistic. Do that. Well, clearly it is because he stayed healthy the entire Somehow. time. Somehow, like, I mean, we have four plus years of evidence to, that backs this up like I'm very happy that he stayed healthy because I would never wish anybody to get injured but that's just unrealistic for you to sit there and say you have to assume everyone's going to be healthy when the most injury prone star in the league is on the team I just think you're cutting them short and saying that it was all depth obviously I think Austin depth was the really biggest good. was the biggest part of it I mean in that Lakers Warriors series one night, it happened to just be somebody different. We didn't have a LeBron game. We had one Anthony Davis game, great for Anthony Davis. We had a we had a Russell game. We had a Reeves game. We had a Lonnie Walker. A half. Russell game is Russell having 19 points. Like that's not that's clearly not enough to win a game. Like if that was the case, then but that's the we thing. Would be the All you need is is is. I mean, that's a great that's, game that's for what, a role player. That's especially what a player that run. is you can't make that runs without of, that. You can't make runs without that. I mean, the Nuggets are making a run without that. Oh, as if MPJ doesn't have his special games. But he's the third best player on the on the team. D'Angelo Russell is terrible. Okay, so Reeves is the third best player on the team, but he's a role player. He's depth. 
I mean, you can't really say that then, I, I because would, if you're not going to count MPJ as depth or his role, then you can't count okay, Austin sorry. Reeves as role. I'll, so then you're only back. looking so, at at Rui, who wasn't great in the Warriors series, and you're only looking had, at the one Lonnie Walker game. You're looking at and Angel Russell's Russell. one game. That's two games out of the six. That I think I think Russell had maybe multiple games. Maybe Rui had multiple or um, whatever. Um, if it's multiple games, then it's not a fluke. Then they're just good players. Like at that point, I don't know what to tell you. There was clearly the better team. Obviously, they won the series. Like, there's no point in arguing this. I think that they matched up very well with them, and I think that um, the Warriors' size hurt, and I don't really know if, you know, if they didn't get swept by the Nuggets, I would be inclined to agree with you that they definitely were. The better team, I think maybe it was matched. That just shows them. you what the Nuggets would have done to a team like the Warriors or the Grizzlies. Like, it, you know, I I think the Warriors match up way better than who's stopping Jokic. I mean, they they Anthony Davis couldn't even stop him, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Nobody's that's stopping what I'm him. Saying. Like, you're, so you're who's, you're who's stopping Jamal Murray? Because it's not going to be Curry, and it's not going to be Clay. You can put. Somebody bigger like you're going to give Dante Divincenzo the the role of of guarding. Well, that's the thing him though. For Forty minutes. Nobody's stopping either of those guys. So they're they're going to get swept either way. So that's you know. I mean, I, I think they maybe at least get one game. You maybe you, have, you maybe you do because you have you actual have, shot makers and you have Steph Curry on the on on the court. And that's that's just. I wish I could say that that was enough to do it, but he, he's never been the guy to take over a series by himself. Who I mean, how did they win the? How how do you, how do they win the King series? How do they win the finals last year? He took over the finals last year. No, but he doesn't take over series. He gets a, he he works. He's a Warriors player. He works in an incredible system that's made for him, and he does incredible things. The the reason he he beat the Kings, who it was their first playoff series in twenty years. Fucking congratulations! They weren't that good. It was just incredible because we haven't seen the Kings since I've been alive. That's why people were like, "Oh wow, the Kings are good." They weren't that good. They were okay. And he had to drop 50 on them to beat them. It was, uh, he didn't even drop 50 because Tatum dropped 50 in game seven. But he had to drop like 47 or whatever. It was the record at the time. It's already been beaten. He had 50. Jordan. Yeah, so had he had 51. So, yeah, he had 50 in game seven. It was incredible. But he had to do that. But, like, that's not taking over a series. That's taking over a game. He took over that Boston series. I, I, I mean, that is, it was plain as day. Game, game, I think I don't know if four, it was if it was more four, Curry taking six, over that series over. or Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum shooting themselves in the foot by him not being able to score and Jalen Brown being a turnover machine. Then I think that's arguable. But so on to the Celtics. Do you want to take back your statement of that Jalen Brown has better handles than Jason Tatum? Because that is just crazy. <laughs> they both have shit handles. It's Jalen Brown both is need to so work much on. worse. Yeah, he had like nine turnovers in the game seven. He was terrible. <clears throat> okay, so the stuff I want to say about the antics of the Celtics making the 3-0 comeback. I think part of it is that um, it's a lot easier to make the 3-0 comeback when you have – so you're down 3-0, but you're the higher seed. So all you do is you win one road game. You win that game four, and then you're like, okay, I can go back to Boston. We're the better team. You go back to Boston. Uh, thankfully, Boston has a crowd that actually gives a the organization a home court advantage, unlike Miami. And you win that. So now it's okay. Now we only need to win one game in Miami again. It's a little bit easier having game 
five and game seven at home. But it's hard to keep that intensity up for that many games, and that's why they couldn't do it. That's not really why they couldn't do it. I think the intensity was there. I just think that your players are shit. Like, Joe <laughs> Mazzula is not a very good head coach. And then, obviously, I think I'm just the game would have like been very s- different in Game 7 if he didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. It helps when you're the two seed and they're the eight seed. Yeah. It clearly helps. And that, it, it, that's why it's so rare. Um, my point being, I think the series would have ended differently if Tatum probably didn't sprain his ankle. He was clearly a shell of himself the entire game. You know, you can't really put any blame on the Celtics except for maybe Joe Mazzula and Jalen Brown. He was... They were both horrendous. Um, you know, I mean, I, you got to keep this young core together. Um, in my opinion, you made the finals last year. You make the Eastern Conference finals this year, and you've made plenty of deep playoff runs with this really, really young core. Um, as a Celtics fan, no worries, really, to be honest with you. It hurts, but we'll be back. I don't really know if you can put if Tatum's away from the blame. I think game seven, yes, but... It should, I mean, you look at the roster of these two teams, this should never have gone to seven games. It should never have gone to th- seven so games. so I think all three of them are to blame. And I just think that the the Celtics the whole year don't want to win until you got to win. And for us, that happened to be going down 3-0. They're just soft. And um, Missoula is kind of. He's like 34 they, years old. He doesn't have it. He didn't have the locker room in check. That's why they went down 3-0. That's inevitably why they lost the series. If you have a coach like Brad Stevens still coaching he you. He may. Or Ime. I mean, Ime's a If Ime doesn't fuck somebody in the fucking organization, then we're probably champions at this point. Uh, yeah. Like, if you don't bag a bitch in the Celtics organization, mm-hmm. then we're probably still and playing basketball. playing the finals. And, I, I mean, I would pick. And we'd probably still have, like, nine days of rest because we probably would have swept the Miami Heat because they're bums. They're all undrafted fucks. Like, it's so infuriating that this season – was lost because of a 34-year-old. We had a 34-year-old coach who couldn't get the locker room in check. And maybe that's maybe that's on Jalen Brown that's and Jason Tatum though. for not being leaders in the locker room, but I'm going to flip your um your own narrative back on you about how you rightfully pointed out that um if it happens multiple times then maybe they're not bums. I'm going to compare this Lakers team and this Heat team to each other where you have Jimmy and LeBron, two aging stars. Obviously, LeBron is much better than Jimmy all time, but I would say Jimmy definitely had a better playoffs. Um, he had, I mean, 46 in, in a game. That's crazy. And I think, have LeBron been healthy, it would have been a much different story. Uh, obviously, he was very hurt, but... I think that overall, I, they played similar. They def... Yeah, yeah for sure. Because like, this I mean, series was not I'm not going to defend... N- well, the beginning of it was, and the end of it wasn't. Which everyone says he's a killer, but that was kind of non, not very killer of him. Game five, six, seven, <clears throat> he was shit. Outside of the last four minutes of one of those games, game six he was fine for the last four minutes. But the first, I would say game forty-four, four five, he was terrible. He was he shot three for nineteen. So yeah, the stat line looks fine because he had twenty-four points. But if you really look at the analytics, he was shit. So don't give him all this. He's Michael Jordan's son. He's Anyways, far from it. I think that this Miami team has. I mean, this core has proven they've been the. Yeah, but that's my like. That, what you're saying here is com- is con- contradicting your opinion on these guys. If Caleb that's Martin, what I'm saying, is good, I'm saying both of us are contradicting ourselves. Equally, I, think, I don't know We're saying that the exact same thing. I think the narrative around the Lakers is that these guys suck, and the narrative around the Heat is these guys are studs. Like Caleb Martin is no better than Austin Reeves or any of the Lakers players. Like he's I having a good run. He got cut by the Hornets two years ago. 
I think it's because you live in a house with me and McLean. I think everybody else thinks that Re- I mean Reeves is a stud. I and I think that all the other No, Nash- I think that Reeves is respected, but obviously D'Angelo Russell is disrespected for good reason. Yeah, he's terrible. He's terrible. We won't give him the money. He won't be a Laker next year. All praise to the Lord. Like, holy shit. He was shit. But I think that this this Heat team is is clearly not talented. Bam Adebayo is not as good as people have said he is. J- Jimmy Butler is clearly not as good as people think he is. This series is gonna be is gonna be quick. Yeah, it will be. Um, I guess we can get to the finals. My pick is Nuggets in five. I mean, it'll be Nuggets in four. Unfortunately, um. This time next week, we'll we'll probably have a cool guest on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pulling for the Heat, just because I like Jimmy and I like the city of Miami. But the Nuggets are so good. Jamal Murray's finally becoming who he was supposed to be. Two, Without injuries, he probably ago. would have been this two years ago. Unfortunately, he had yeah injuries. Um, I mean, that man's a killer, and I think that this Nuggets team. Could have, I mean, this this could have been their third straight finals had Jamal Murray not get, gotten hurt because, you know, their their problem is when you're closing games without Jamal Murray, you rely on, and as great as Jokic is, when you're closing games, you want somebody that can create their own shot that isn't moving underwater like, like Jokic moves. Yes, but at the same time, if they ever needed a bucket in that Lakers series, he somehow flung some shit up and it went in. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it's probably stupid of me to say, but I just feel like having a, a guard. No, it's it's easier to create non-center. a shot when you can create one on your own. It has to I go mean, through a system for it to get to Jokic. Jokic. De- Jokic definitely can create a shot, but it's just it's a different feel of than Jamal Murray creating your own shot. Like, Joel Embiid or Harden. Like, Harden, I would say, is a better shot creator, but Jamal – or. And B is the better player. I think the perfect example would be if you go back to 2016 with LeBron and Kyrie. Obviously, LeBron was the best player in the league at the time. But, but if you need Kyrie a final closed. shot, you, yeah. need a, you need a closer. And it's not a shot on LeBron for not being better than Kyrie or he's being saved by someone. It's just it's easier at 6-4 with the most incredible handle in NBA history yeah, and a I great three-point shot to get a shot when you need one. Ex- absolutely. Like, LeBron just doesn't have that in his bag. Nobody at 6-9, 250 does. Yeah, Unless, except for Kevin Durant, but he ain't six nine. He's seven foot, and he's he's a freak. Yeah. So, but he's also the greatest scorer in history. Probably not, but look, Michael Jordan and then Kevin Durant. I'll take. Yeah, I mean, I'm I love Kevin, so I'm happy to hear you say that. It's fine with me. But my point is, it is yeah, agree, it is incredible. I, I totally agree that having Jamal Murray in clutch puts, situations, yeah, just puts them over the edge. Yeah, puts them over the edge, and um, I think a big part of this team's success is Michael Porter Jr.'s defensive leap that he's made this year. And he I mean he has the tools for God's sake. He's six ten, um, lanky, quick. It I was mean, just it was if just if an you go back to thing. his high school career, he's supposed to be the, the the best number one pick. Yeah, he's supposed to be number one pick. Yeah, he, he goes to Missouri, he, he he breaks his back and you know it's a couple of years to rebuild his brand and rebuild his skills and you know he's finally done it here and he's mm-hmm. developing this year particularly this playoffs as a playmaker. I think he's realizing that you know, Mr. Ball ends here. The possession stops now. Like, I think that he realizes that that's not really winning basketball, although he's an incredible shooter and he can he can get the ball in the basket whenever he needs to. 
swinging the rock is important, and it's the reason that the Lakers got swept because he had a six assist game, he had a four assist game. Yeah, his if Michael narrative Porter is, done. His narrative is, is done. a playmaking player, he's no longer just your third best player. He's also one of the better players in the league if he can figure this out. If he keeps moving and how he's moving, he's going to be scary. Yeah. And I think that, like, while everyone says he stops possessions, that shit be going in, dude. It do be going in. Do, but like, that's the thing. Like, you, you can't be called you, a, a possession stopper when that shit goes in. And I think having Jokic on the, on the team um, really helps. And as fucked up as it is to say, had Jamal Murray not gotten hurt and Joe and Michael Porter had time as being the second option, this might not have happened. So everything happens for a reason. Now they're going to win a ring. They really are. And um, my next question. Oh, yeah. Pull your questions out. Um, so obviously we think Jokic <laughs> is going to win finals MVP. It's not really that much of a discussion, even if. What is what? Okay, so let's have this Bill Simmons type conversation. What does Jamal have to do to take he it? He can't, home? unfortunately, because he's not. It's it's the narrative around it. Because yeah. I would argue that Jamal Murray had a better series last year, or last series against the he Lakers, did. He and, did. and Jokic still got Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Yeah. So I honestly don't think he can do anything besides drop 50-50-50. Like, he's going to have to. You'd have to have You'd have to have scoring. average 40, I think, for him realistically to get it. Yeah. Um, and even then, as the best player in the league, you you get the Finals MVP. It's what you've deserved all year long. Um. I yeah. think I think if I'm a voter, I, regardless of how um, Murray plays, I give it to the most deserving player in the league, and that's and that's Nikola Jokic. Okay, next question. I agree. What player? Excuse me. How do you think the Heat will limit Jokic due to their size restrictions? Bam's the biggest and best defender on your team, but I mean, Robert Williams was a really big player in this series. Al Horford even outplayed him at times. Given the Heat's size limitations, is there a way to stop Jokic? And is it even really about stopping Jokic? So, my answer to that question would be, look at the Sun series. Aiden may be tailor-made to stop Jokic. A quick, on his feet, very strong, very strong, stout defender. And Jokic probably, I think, had a multiple 40-plus point triple-doubles in that series. It's not about stopping Jokic. <clears throat> At this point in his career, I mean, he's one of the mo- the best purely offensive players we've ever seen. Like, you cannot do anything to stop him. It's absolutely insane. And a lot of it has to do with his IQ. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's not about stopping Jokic, I would say. It's about limiting Jamal and limiting Porter. And if you can make the others beat you, that's how you extend this series. I mean, you're, it's they're not going to win, but that's how you extend the series. It's I mean, you it, you can't stop Jokic. It's like I'm trying to think. It's like it's like I don't like par- comparing to people to LeBron because he's so great. But 2012 through 18, LeBron. It's just like it's not about stopping LeBron. Like you can't. It's, There's it's no in, way. It's inevitable. <clears throat> Yeah, like it's like Thanos. Like you can't, you can literally can't stop him. Yeah, like, so his he's an all time great. And again, like I don't like comparing. This is just a look to the future, but I see if Luca is able to ever get players around him, I see Luca being like this because of his his ability to perform in the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. Um, next question is 
What can the Heat do to counter the Jokic-Murray two-man action? I'll start this one because I actually yeah. have a statistic, which I, what I think they should do. I think the Heat are unique defensively. Um, they switched 40 of their 58 pick-and-rolls by the Celtics in Game 7, holding them to .6 points per play, which is incredible. Um, obviously, it helped that the, the Celtics didn't shoot very well. But I think the, the, the Heat's defense is unique in that you can pretty much switch everything. Jokic is going to get to the bigger spot. Um, he's a bigger guy. He's going to get to a spot regardless. But I think they can switch almost everything. And I think that's kind of how they'll, they'll have to have really good defense defense by by their guys, Caleb and and the other undraftees. But <laughs> they're going to have to just play good defense and switch. I think switching is the key to the series. Um, when you try and not switch and you try and edge and shit like that, so Jokic is going to find the open man. That's what got the Lakers in trouble is they dropped back mm-hmm. on Jamal Murray. And he ended up having and, 36 and a half. And so if I'm the Lakers, that's the opposite of what I'm doing because I have Anthony Davis. You want to go over the screens knowing that you have length and size underneath. The best roamer in the league and Anthony Davis, therefore Jokic. And so the problem that was that was their big mistake. I mean, the fact that I'm sitting there saying that they should do this seemed pretty obvious, whereas an actual head coach didn't see that. I, I mean, that makes me think that I'm wrong in saying that, but logically it makes a lot of sense to me. The problem for the Heat is they have the opposite of that. They have nobody to stop Jokic, but they have very ample wing or uh, perimeter defenders to bother Murray. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have the opposite. If, of what you're, what what the Lakers should have done. If 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 Jamal Murray begins shooting, I think the Lakers kind of gave them a blueprint of what to do to stop him, and that's defend him like your Steph Curry. You you face guard him the whole time. You don't let him get the ball. Yeah, I think you take a page out of the Celtics playbook, where even when so for example, Jason Tatum had four fouls in Game Six, mm-hmm. and or excuse me, Jalen Brown. 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 He had four fouls in the third quarter. They did that, and so people are and saying he finished the game. But listen to this: <laughs> what they would do was so he was guarding Struess. If Struess was in the corner, Jalen was on him. As soon as Struess moves up to the cor- to the to the wing or to the top of the key, he would point and switch. So Jalen Brown was in the corner the entire time, like he didn't That's move. That's pretty damn genius. It's it was really good defense. Good he job ended by up Joe. he ended up not getting any more fouls. I think that'll be really crucial because of how good the Nuggets are. They're going to get some fouls. Um, I think you're going to have yeah. to do a lot of weird switching. You're going to have to do some crazy defense against them if okay. you have any chance. Look, I think at this point in time, obviously Popovich is is the best coach of all time, in my opinion, because of what he's done with so little. Over 20, over decades, you know. Yeah. Like it's we have but, ample, but right now, well, I'm just saying, like compared to Phil Jackson, Phil Jackson had the two best shooting guards of all time, the best player of all time, and the top seven, eight player of all time in Kobe and Shaq, for God's fucking sake, and a top two <coughs> duo, like yeah, uh, top two duo, yeah. Um, well, and Pippen and Jordan, like I thought that's what the bill you were talking about. <laughs> He's yeah. probably had maybe one and two duos of all time. Um, so what I'm saying is. Eric Spoltra is the best coach in the league right now, and it really might not be very close. If there was somebody who was going to have <clears throat> some weird coaching strategy to disrupt the Nuggets, it's going to be him with the Godfather pulling the strings above him. It's not going to happen, but 
if there was somebody to do it, it would be him. If the Heat had any kind of real, like, firepower, they unfortunately don't. But, like, say Bam was the player we thought he was. Say Jimmy was 28 instead of 32 and and had developed this much. And say you also have say a guy. Jimmy was just as, as consistent. Like, you know what I mean? Say, yes. And say that your role Jimmy. players had two more years to develop. Like, say you get these guys and then they developed for two years. Because this is kind of their first year with half of these dudes. And then Duncan Robinson doesn't isn't inconsistent. Then maybe this Shout is a closer series. Shout out to him for turning it around though, because he was not playing. Like he was on his way out the league. Yeah, good for him. But maybe it's a closer series. But unfortunately, they just don't have Bam isn't a finisher inside. He hasn't been that great defensively. Jimmy Butler's inconsistent at times, and then you're relying on Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent to carry you. And fortunately, they've done it. Mm-hmm. But can you count on that for seven games? You count on two players who have been cut previously, who were undrafted, who have found their role here in Miami. Good for them. I'm happy they're going to get a bag somewhere. But can you count on that in the finals under the biggest spotlight there is? Uh, I don't know. I think that, you know, problem number one for the Heat is when you get to this point in time of the season, you got to have the best player on the floor. Um. I would say point back to last year's finals. Celtics were the deeper team, but Steph Curry was the best player on the floor, and he won them the series. And the fact that maybe Jamal Murray is playing better than Jimmy right now and them having one and two does not bode well. And at times, (laughs) you have one, two, and, and four. Yeah, maybe three. I mean, if Jimmy plays shitty... Then MPJ is probably playing better than him, so it's possible. Like, yeah, I, I and I, but I, the main thing is I think they lack a ma- a major major star. I mean, you're in the finals, you you got to have a star. Yeah. That's the reason that the Atlanta Hawks teams didn't make the finals. That's the reason that the Toronto Raptors never got past LeBron James. It's a star driven league, and they don't really have. I mean, Jimmy's great. Like Jimmy wasn't all an all star this year. He yeah. wasn't an even I, an I'm, I'm with it. Jimmy. Everyone's all over Jimmy's meat, and like rightfully so. I love Jimmy, <clears throat> but he's not the guy we all think he is. Like oh, Jordan's son. Like he's a killer, but he doesn't do it every game, and that's why he's not a major star. Like you have to have a top seven, eight player in the league, and they Say don't have a top replace, twenty. You you replace. I mean, Jimmy's probably top twenty. You you replace. Come on. I mean, if he was top twenty, he'd probably be on the All Star. But he, he was, he isn't. He's top twenty five. He's not. He's not top twenty. Well, he was hurt for a lot of the season. Anyways, I think you replace Jimmy with Booker, and this this team has a ring. I mean, they have a they have, a, have chance. a chance. I don't know. This Nuggets team is good. All yeah, right, next team. question. Um, <laughs> the next question is: Which player out of these two finalists has surprised you the most this playoffs? Um. I would say outside of the MPJ conversation we've had, I would say that Caleb Martin has clearly surprised me the most. Yeah, I mean, that's just um, – He's been incredible. He's been efficient and scoring at 20 clip a night. So, shout out to, to him. Um, former Charlotte Hornet. We obviously don't know what we're doing, so we cut him. Um, if the Heat were to win the finals this year, do you think this would be a top five most difficult championship run we've ever seen? I would say so. Because you, you lose in the play-in game. And then you have to play the the Bulls, and you beat the Bulls to make it to the playoffs. So you have to win a game to even get in the playoffs. You're an eight seed. You got to go through the best team in the East, the second best team in the East, 
and then you have to play the best team in the in the in the whole league and the best player in the whole league. If you win this, you've done the trifecta one, two, and three. In my opinion, in terms, I think the Bucks were were better than everyone in the West outside of the the, the Nuggets, and I think the Celtics were as well. So I think you beat the best three teams as an eight seed. Congratulations, you've probably made top five most difficult runs in history. I would say definitely top two, but it's not one. What would you say one is? 2011 Mavs, and here's my reasoning. So you start off by looking at the teams. As unfortunate as Bam is playing, Dirk did not have somebody of, of the skill level on that team with him. Absolutely not even close. It was him. It would be like if Bam was not on the team. I mean, that's the kind of players that were on that Mavs team. Yeah, but I think the Mavs <clears> team <throat> had a better depth. Like, he, they were still had a better configured roster. Like, this is dead-ass undraftees. Like, I understand that, but, I mean, <clears throat> you've got Eric Spolstra as your head coach. Rick Carlisle is a definition of a mid-coach. Like, he's great, and he's also not great. You go through, their playoff run consisted of going through Kobe Bryant coming off of a championship. A 2011 Oklahoma City Thunder team who makes the finals next year. So we obviously know from they were in they were a step that of they, away. They, they were very good. And then you go through arguably one of the best teams of all time in LeBron's peak, athletically. I would say. Yeah, he was still seven years away from his peak. Unfortunately, 2018 was his peak. Not athletically, though. No, athletically, 2013, 2014 and, and was you've, his peak. And you've also got Dwayne Wade's best season. Yes. And best playoffs. I mean, you can say what you what you want about 2006. That's great. But that he he was so good in that math series. So I think that that is, is the best ring of all time. But, you know, if the Heat do it, they would definitely be up there, but they're just not going to do it. No, they're not. They're going to get swept. <clears> so it's not really an issue that I don't know why we wasted our time talking about it because it's not going to happen. I just wanted to talk about the Mavs. <laughs> um, where do you think Nikola Jokic will end all-time if he wins this ring? Where do you put him all-time? If he doesn't is he t- win another ring after this? No, just right now. If if the world ended, where are you putting him? Or where are you projecting him? Where? So, I mean, he's hypothetically... If he wins this, top, he has two MVPs. Him and Giannis are next to each other. They both have two MVPs, and they both would have... A finals MVP and a, and a ring. I would say Giannis is a step ahead of him because he has DPOY as well. Yeah, I would agree with that. But I think he's uh, top 25 all time if he wins this. Mm-hmm. And he's probably a top five center. And the thing is, his situation is much better. Uh, whoa, top five center, bro? Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's look at that. You got Shaq, Shaq Kareem, Wilt, Bill Russell. Are we putting Jokic at? If he, yeah, he's I mean, not better than Kareem. Uh, Hakeem, sorry. You're not better than Hakeem. He's better than he's probably. I'm probably putting him ahead of Bill. He's definitely a better Dude. basketball player than Bill Russell. Dude, he definitely is, bro. Like Bill Russell is a fucking. He's cheeks, bro. He played against eight dudes, eight teams. <coughs> he's cheeks. He's he's cheeks. Wow. So he's my five if he wins this. Also, he's one of the like he's the best We're offensive player out of all of those. David people. Robinson. He's better than David if he wins. He's got two MVPs here we're talking about. We're not talking about. Yeah, I guess David didn't have two MVPs. <clears throat> and he's going to end up with the finals MVP. Yeah, and uh, David, David never did doesn't that. have that. Okay, okay. I'm um, trying to think of other centers that were pretty good. Um, 
I just the problem is you got to go back so far. <sighs> I don't know, dude. Pat Tim, Ewing. Tim, well, Tim Pat doesn't have a win. Pat, oh, Tim's a power, Tim's forward, a power forward, forward, so it's like a lot of the guys you would want to mention. All of you angry listeners who are yelling. That's probably a power forward. Whoever you're yelling at me, Boston fan, <laughs> Boston fan, saying, "I mean, that's hey, that's 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 props to you that his eleven rings are bullshit. None of them matter. That's fair. You played against plumbers, bro. Bob Cousy's trash. I'm packing his shit. You're, he's garbage. He dribbled with his hand behind his back. Don't talk to me about Bill Russell, please. Rest in peace, though. But still. So yeah, I think he's top five center of all time after this ring. I mean, hey, you've convinced me. I'm on. I'm on board. And also, I'm he's, on board. he's not done. He's gonna win another one probably, and he probably gets another MVP. Okay, so the scary thing that and I, he should have three me, rings, three me, MVPs. By the way, yeah, he definitely should have three MVPs. My <clears throat> my thing, conspiracy. Robert coming out. I think possibly we have a Luka Jokic team up in the future. No, they're they're two f- they're they're friends, but the only reason I don't see that. Happening is because that they the aren't nuggets are already like too that. good. They aren't built like that. The nuggets are already too good. They he's he's set for life. Jokic doesn't need anyone else. They're gonna win forever. Um. Next up, what's the best NBA Finals matchup you've ever witnessed, and why? What's the f- best Finals? Oh, dude, we just finished talking about the best. In my opinion, the best Finals matchup. Well, okay. So what? Are, what? Are, what is your question about this? My like, question is matchup. This <coughs> team is just as good as this team, and it's okay. gonna be a dog fight. This okay. is not. Oh wow. It's not it's not Warriors Cavs where like the Warriors are clearly the better team. LeBron just willed his way. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking, talking about, about 2016. Yeah. Or yeah. any of the Warriors any were of definitely the, the better team. Yeah. I would say a Spurs Heat would be up there. I would say a maybe 2008 Celtics. Okay, so we have we have to cut the the cutoff line is 2008 cuz that's when we became basketball conscious. I'm saying 2010 Lakers Celtics, or I'm saying <clears throat> 2014 20, 2014 Spurs Heat. I mean, it was over in five games, but I agree with you. I don't agree with you. 2013, maybe. 2013, when it was game seven. seven yeah. yeah. I like both of those. Both of those. Yeah. And the sad thing is, we literally haven't had <gasps> Suns Bucks was pretty close, but not close enough. What about. Hurt Kevin Durant team. No. The rap that was a good series though. Like every game was close. Yeah, no. The Warriors would have blown them out of the water if Kevin Durant. Oh, that's that's what I'm saying. He wasn't there. Yeah, and they still won in six. I know it can't be the best if they go to six games. It's got to be seven. I guess both of them went to seven. My pick's thirteen Spurs Heat. Yeah, minus two. That That's is also, also the answer my to my next question, which is what's the best buzzer beater we've ever witnessed, which is the Ray Allen shot to send it to game seven. Are we c- it's a buzzer beater. Mm, it didn't go off. There were 4.7 yeah, so. seconds left. I guess so. Remember, c- well, maybe even less than that because Danny Green gets absolutely punked by Chris Bosh in the, in the far corner. corner. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I would consider it a buzzer beater. Um, if you don't want to count that, then Wait we can say, second. oh yeah, that we've ever witnessed because we can't really count anything before, like we said, two thousand eight, because I wasn't really paying attention. Um, what happened in two thousand eight? Oh, before like that's before that. Like we, 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 I mean, I was fucking five. I enjoyed LeBron's versus the Magic because I was a LeBron fan. Then. So yeah, I wasn't really conscious for that. I enjoyed <coughs> all of LeBron's the twenty eighteen run 
all those buzzer beaters were great. He had like five. I, w- in that I would series. say um, this is definitely the greatest one I've ever seen because of the weirdness of it. The one we just watched was yeah, yeah Derek White was crazy. I would say that um, that the if we're talking about Kawhi NBA basketball. Leonard over the Sixers triple bounce that was pretty good, just an iconic moment that will ruin. It Sixers just was in the semifinals and not the conference finals. Yeah. But it was Game 7. It was Game 7. I think that one might take the cake, just because of, of the difficulty of that shot. And Don't. and it was, like, weird. It was really weird. And they and end it was up winning. Home. They end up winning. Yeah, they went up winning the ring, and yeah. the Celtics don't. So, yeah, I, I'm going to say yeah, the that's the best Toronto. One. And, um, <clears throat> God, what was I going to say? Fuck. Never mind. It was something so good, though. What were we just talking about? Maybe a Damian Lillard buzzer beater, though. <sighs> no, the Toronto one's the, the right answer, but... But Damien over Paul George is pretty <clears throat> fucked. Yeah, but they don't end up winning the ring. Or the one over Houston. I mean, these are crazy buzzer beaters. Difficulty-wise? Difficulty-wise, I would still say that Kawhi's Bader over Joel Embiid to win the Game 7. Yeah. Was probably better. Now, okay, here it was. If we're talking about buzzer beaters in all of basketball that we've been alive for, there's only one right answer for that. Oh, the the Villanova guy. Yeah, there's only that's the that's the greatest buzzer beater in sports history, other than the shot. Well, the, the shot, shot wasn't the shot a wasn't beater. even the buzzer beater. Also, it wasn't well the game six, but I mean that's the win. That's to make you the best player of all time. But if the buzzer didn't go off, so doesn't count. Yeah, because then we start getting it. If you open that rabbit hole, there's so many. If you open that rabbit hole, that's the answer. If you open a go ahead shot or. Game winner. But that's the right answer. But there's cooler ones than that. Like well, that's just a, that. That's if, when it gets personal. That's when it gets personal. You don't like Jordan because you like LeBron. Well, it's a foul. That's he why. pushed off. That's why it's not that oh great. My God, you know dude. when you because then no, you know no, not a foul. If you if you if you bully somebody out of the way, then is it really a buzzer beater because they should have called a foul? Like I don't know. That's for you folks to decide. Um, I think that was our last question that I have, so we can get into. Dumb thing of the weeks or anything like that. It's been so long that I should have a plethora of dumb things, um, and I have a couple to say. I ate this was this was like three weeks ago, but I ate six pieces of buttered bread and I threw it all up because the, the amount of butter that when I the had. Fuck, did that happen? This happened like week before finals. Fuck. Um, let's see. McLean had one for me. Should we call McLean real quick? Yeah. Um, uh, make I, sure when you fucking call him. To immediately say that you're on speaker. Yeah, I will. I gotta connect my phone to this so he can, so y'all can hear it. The, the phone call. I'm, I'm a text him first. Um, anyway, so you, you can keep going. Um, what about what other things have you done that were stupid? <coughs> um, you almost wrecked the boat the other day. That was not almost wrecking it. I it was going, it was going fast. No, y'all, you, you and Robert were both there, or you and Dad were both there. <laughs> Um, God, I'm trying to think of, I mean, we've been getting hammered watching movies. It's not dumb. Yeah, true. Um, God, I'm trying to think. But no, you need your hot take. The dumb thing is coming from McLean. Okay. Um, well, should I pull out a hypothetical for him? Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Or call him and maybe ask him if he has one. Um, <clears throat> what did I have for my hot take? Mm. Oh, banana pudding is disgusting. 
Yeah, Absolutely how disgusting. hot is that? Because I don't feel like a lot Dude, of people. A lot of people like urban, especially down here in the south. A lot of people people love banana pudding. I think I, I don't really like pudding. Period. I think the the weird like jelloy texture of it, gross. And then you put banana flavor because who likes like that's like the last Starburst and the last fucking Skittles you pull out is goddamn banana flavored. Like nobody listens to that. No one. No one listens to that. No one. No one eats those. All right, you're, I'm calling McLean. Let's see if he picks up. Oh, I'm not going to be able to hear what he's saying. <laughs> oh, true. You won't be able to. Maybe I'll put him on speaker in a second. He's at work, so he might not pick up. In other news, make the ghetto bitch keep hugging. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, they're fake. You Fuck. got any good hypotheticals? Your call has been forwarded you are a piece of shit, brother. Okay. Oh, he, he called me back. He called me back. He called me back. And you fucked it. McLean, you're on speaker. Hey, can you hear us? I can't can hear me. Okay. Um, We're at the very end. What is the dumb thing of the week that you're going to say that we ha- we just haven't filmed in a long time? Oh, shoot. Um, Okay. Okay. I do remember it. Um, so it was years ago, um, when we would, we'd, we'd always go to, to Waffle House, um, you know, most mornings during the school week and dad sometimes would leave early and we'd finish our food cause we couldn't drive or Robert would drive us. And Manning this one day just decided, oh, there's money on the table. Dad left Holy the shit. He took it. Manning just straight <laughs> took it. And then, um, Dad made him pay them back like three times when he took it. I mean, you know, not an extreme amount of money, but um, Manning straight stole from the Waffle House. Okay, in my defense, it looked like change. Like, I thought it was the change. Like, he'd paid and then they put the change on the table. No, dude. That's what the thief says. God, I forgot about that. That was wild. Yeah, that was a long time ago. We come in and they're like, one of your kids stole. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, damn, that's a good one. It, it's been a while since <laughs> since oh. that happened. I was like maybe maybe like twelve. All right, yeah, well, no, it's, it's been a while. Well, um, I mean, y'all y'all care if I take a second to to state my final feelings? Oh, go for it. Um, first off, another another Jason Tatum short come up and conference finals hurts, but he's only nineteen, so it's fine. Um, but at twenty five four. Eastern Conference Finals is is very good. One of these days he'll learn how to how to win. Um, second, Nuggets in five. The Nuggets haven't lost to the Heat um, in any game since 2020. Maybe the bubble. Um, and then this might be the NBA's greatest ring ever if Jimmy can do it. That's what we were just talking about, and I would totally he, agree. He beat, what he so. He would beat the best three teams, so he would he would, have, and he would beat the Nuggets. He would beat the yeah. second-best team in the Bucks, probably, and the third-best team in the league in the Celtics. Yeah, and then he's also taken out really single-handedly without any true stars by himself, like the last four or five MVPs. Mm-hmm. Who is calling Jokic, him now? Giannis. His dad. Um, I mean, th- I mean it's, it's uncanny what, what Henry Butler is doing. He also just trademarked that, um, so he's going to make a – Make a lot of money off that when he wins. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Um, next pod, he'll definitely be on. We just we just had to get this one out. So 
Do you have a hypothetical? Um, do I happen to have a hypothetical? Ah, shoot. Um, oh, damn. Just, just for y'all, would you rather have your NBA team win one championship out of, you know, like one every five years? Or would you rather see Clemson win football and basketball for like every year? Clemson and football. Clemson football and basketball every year. Or LeBron. I don't know. It would be close. Probably Clemson basketball and football, though. Yeah. Here's, well, here, here we go, Manning. Would you rather see the Celtics win one next year or LeBron? LeBron. Go to the finals Ooh. and lose. Oh, oh no, no, no. I would rather him lose, not make the playoffs, than lose in the finals. Everyone just shits on him for the finals. We can't have him in the finals, though. Um, so, yeah, Celtics winning it definitely over LeBron losing. You're breaking up, to be honest with you. I can't hear anything you're saying. Oh, shoot. You know, it's that, that Florence uh, Florence service. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let, you, I'll let you get back to work. Um, we appreciate your picks. Nuggets in five, says McLean. Nuggets in five. Peace. Peace. That was Mac. You, you, he is sorely missed, clearly. Um, he will be back. We will be back with our weekly episodes. We've been slacking like a motherfucker. It won't, it won't be like this for long. We Robert's just been in this next stage of his life he's changing from a student to a to a worker he is working on that he's going to be employed yeah he's going to pay taxes maybe <laughs> i'm going to evade taxes baby so yeah we it was just a strange period of our lives we were celebrating what bob accomplished which was graduating clemson with above a 3.0 baby congrats to rob gg's i think that's it for the app unless you got more i just i just had a a hypothetical if you want to do something weird. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is that's too much. Um given a chance. Oh wait, no, that's disgusting. Okay, um never mind. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. <laughs> I can't find anything that was good. They're all, like, weird. If you could na- rename any five animals, what would you rename and what would their new names be? Mm, that's tough. Okay, let's think about it. What would uh, w- Clearly, I'm going to n- rename things that are, like, prevalent in my life. So, like, a dog or a cat would be number one. And What would you name them? I don't know. Ooh, maybe I got one. Maybe LeBron for the dog and Bronny for the cat. I'm I'm renaming snakes Satan. Okay. I'm renaming cats Lucifer? If yeah, Lucifer, just because they suck. Um, dogs can be still named dogs. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna name whales Lizzo, and I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna name narwhals sea dildos. Yes, that's a great one. I like that. The Jedi's of the sea. The narwhals. Mm-hmm. Fucking weirdo. Okay. I mean, what about you? It's good enough. Um, Maybe like a scorpion. Ah, scorpion's a cool ass name. Um, I would name the flying squirrels Batman. Oh, good. Um, I would name Batman. Let's see. I would name. That's a good one. Ooh, I got one. I'd name like what's like the king of the jungle. I would name gorillas. Would, yeah, probably gorillas. I would name gorillas like like Thanos or something cool, or like something 
weird. I don't know. What What if you named What if you name? Um, oh, I would a name. I would rename the Zoomins. Zoom, Zoomie I would, I would Kitty. Could, oh, Zoomie Kitty. Yeah, Zoomie Kitty. What was the um? We could rename humans. What would you want to rename our species? Mm. I would like to be called a Jedi or something. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> that's it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>